0: The man behind the mic of Red Sings the Blues. That is who I'm sitting down with. Welcome back to another episode of Miltrick Media. Red Sings the Blues, how are we feeling? I'm feeling good, man. What's up? Nothing much. Thank you for being here, man. I appreciate
1: yeah. it. Yeah, man. It's good to be here, man. We haven't seen each other, what, for a couple of weeks at work?
0: At least, yeah. We met at work for freelance. We work at numerous live event venues throughout the city. And we both found out, like, probably a couple months in, like, oh, shit, you do podcasting? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. who knows? The
1: collaboration, we never knew would have happened. Yeah, man. Uh, Yeah, I, I mean... I'm Red Sings the Blues on man. Uh, I'm man behind the mic of Red Sings the Blues. That needs to be edited out because <laughs> I said that no like problem, once no or problem. twice. So yeah, 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 Man behind the mic of Red Sings the Blues. The podcast name is Red Sings the Blues. You can find me on YouTube. I am currently now at half of five thousand subscribers. So you know, it's I mean, it's been two years of worth of work. I I uh, upload every single day. Yeah. So you know, it's it's all good in the neighborhood when it comes down to you know like social commentary nerd stuff, entertainment industry stuff. Uh, we do talk about relationship dynamics, but I really don't talk about that as much anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a, it's 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 saturated, so I don't really do that stuff anymore. So with
0: Red Sings the Blues, your podcast and your YouTube channel, you post like an animal. You're posting every single day, multiple times a day. You're uploading constant clips. What made you get into that posting frequency? What made you realize, all right, I'm going to post this much every day to help the channel grow?
1: Well... First things first, I think when I started doing podcasting, first things first, I didn't really have a clue what to do in podcasting. I thought I needed like a big ass studio like we're in right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought I needed like million dollar cameras and stuff like that. But it, when you're in my house, because that's where I do it in my house, I have like a, you know, a, a a Rodecaster Pro, a Shure SM7B that cost me about like maybe half a grand. Right. So it didn't really you know, you can start a podcast with just, like, a, a built-in, you know, microphone and and just a recording and start there. But, like, honestly, you want to get, like, professional equipment, all right? But the main thing about, you know, YouTube is is that YouTube is a consistent sort of uh, platform, right? So, like, consistently doing it every day for, like, the modern, you know, content creator, you want to do that, all right? But if you're but like I see channels that do like off the start zero subscribers, then they go up to like 100,000 views. But it depends on the type of topic that you're doing. Right. But for me, because I'm a social commentator and there's so much talk about every single day, then I do that because there's a lot of trending topics out there. I mean, with the advent of like TikTok and all those other like third stream platforms. Right. There's so much like buffoonery going out like like that's being recorded so it's like i have material all day so it's just like why miss a day of work when there's a whole bunch of topics that i could talk about that's happening not only on tiktok but off of mainstream media you know what i'm saying that could
0: be a 24 7 work cycle because yeah with the advent of all these social media platforms and like you said there's always something new going on in terms of social commentary the world in general yeah yeah and that is a niche that is an industry and that's uh a category where there's going to always be an influx of new content. Right. Yeah. Is that what made you want to choose that category or did you just stumble upon it naturally?
1: Well, what's funny about, you know, the, the podcast in general is that I've been on YouTube like more than once. Right. But I've been more or less like in the, the nosebleed seat, so to speak. But like back in the day, there were social commentators that were like, you know, my favorite, like my favorite social commentators. Right. They, uh, there was a guy he was like an asian dude and this was like back in 0708 like when i was really on youtube uh, his name was uh, tn pan and then there was another one called big al right i kind of took those inspirations like i watched their commentary and you know they were funny and giddy and it was like you know the time when youtube was just a baby right And then, you know, when I really started to like I I had second thoughts, but I was in college and actually thinking about doing a podcast. Didn't think about it. You know what I'm saying? But I was watching guys like the quartering, some black guy. Uh, I was watching uh, Tim Pool. I was watching a lot of those guys. You know, this was during like the 2016 when all that other stuff happened. Right. And then 2020, when everything shut down, you know, I was out of work. Right. So, you know, I just didn't I just said, you know what, might as well just do it. Right. Just get up there, do it. And, you know, that's how. I kind of got into that, so I you know during the whole pandemic, I decided to um basically you know record live stream every day. then I found out that you know, oh live streaming was more of a waste of my time and a waste of my energy now, I'm not saying that I don't live stream, I live stream most weekdays and certain weekends when i'm at, when I don't have work, but um I think the the fact of the matter is is when I started uploading, I started seeing more of a, um, I started seeing more of a YouTube search and YouTube traffic, which again, has been going crazy on my channel right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, so you mentioned how even a lot, so you mentioned recent activity, a big driver is YouTube search, YouTube advertising metrics, and you could see all that in your channel content, the part called analytics. I've noticed even on a couple of videos, a couple of them just popped off and got views at where, they got views where it was unusual at the time for me on my channel. And I was like, oh wow, where did this maybe come from? And it came from, let's say, YouTube search. Have you noticed that on your videos too? YouTube search yeah. helps push out some videos.
1: So, like, if if I can so if you go on your like YouTube studio, right? This is this is my YouTube studio. I'll I'll show you. So yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. this is gonna be your best friend when you're going and on And if you want, you can show yeah, the yeah. or only me, whatever you're with. So basically, with. this is gonna be your best friend. If you're on YouTube, this is your best friend. So right now, I listen, I can tell you my whole thing but if if we if you see like the understanding your performance it literally tells you what videos are being trafficked on the channel and what's happening so basically what's happening with me is that viewers are watching my videos from a youtube search which is 103 percent and then viewers watch my videos from recommendations so basically like you want to consistently look at you know what's going not only what's going on in the world but like third stream platforms like uh world star hip-hop tiktok all those things because again you know those are going to be the traffic like those clips and those things that are happening on those platforms they those are what other social commentators are talking about you know what i'm saying there's like a political social commentary that goes on and am i political not not as much but there is a little bit of politics in there because i'm a libertarian but you know uh i try to you know Talk about society in general, mm-hmm. with what's going on with these TikToks and what's happening on WorldStar, what's happening with uh, you know, uh, certain news outlets that are you know like trending news outlets and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's been um really you know growing the channel. People have been, and what also kind of grows the channel, and I think what people don't seem to understand is the, um, you know the the comments that I get, right? What and it's funny, because the the thing about it is, is that you know I could I would have quit you know, the whole YouTube thing, had it not been for people consistently putting likes in my likes in the video. Uh, they keep on subscribing to the channel and they keep on commenting on the thing, whether it be good or bad, whether it be a like or dislike, it helps the algorithm. And that's what and that's how you, uh, you know, get to the, you know, the whole blowing up or surging in yeah. the YouTube algorithm. So every single time somebody leaves a like or a, a, a shitty comment or something like that, I still get the money and I still get the, you know, the, the bump up in the algorithm. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, 100%. And when it comes to YouTube engagement and what's best on the platform, if people are liking and loving your videos, if they're leaving comments, respond to them. Respond, interact with them. That helps the algorithm. But when it comes to negative comments, what do you think? Do you think that if you decide not to interact with negative comments, will that hurt the algorithm? Or well, with that, you don't have to worry about
1: it. No, I don't have to worry about it because... The main thing that I wanted my channel to do was to open a discussion, to have a discussion. And most of the time, you know, people are leaving like paragraphs on my channel. They're leaving like essays and shit, which I actually read. And I'm just like, I'm just, it's funny to me because it's just like, dude, I don't have time to read this. But sometimes when I'm like on my break at work, I usually read it. Yeah. I'm just like, Jesus man. like, Cause I've always interacted
0: and liked the positive comments. I've engaged back. Cause that's going to help your video performance. But i've had some negative comments on some videos and i just don't even interact because it's not even worth the time yeah i got to keep working i got to keep it moving yeah but then sometimes people i've talked to people new creators where they question like oh what what are best practices on youtube so another great question i just thought of i wanted to ask you this about analytics and even when it comes to dissecting your youtube statistics Mm -hmm. so you mentioned how with some of your videos you're getting traffic from youtube search YouTube recommendations Mm -hmm. first let's talk about YouTube search what is that when your video is being recommended by YouTube search or that's a source of traffic what is YouTube search
1: okay so basically a YouTube search is basically I mean honestly it's more or less what people are trying to find on on a YouTube or like Google so basically since YouTube is uh Google in a nutshell right people are searching up you know Google terms and usually they would give them YouTube videos, right? I mean, because you know they they were hand in hand. YouTube and Google are what one, one of the same. Yeah. But I, I mean, when you talk about a YouTube search, I mean it's a vague term. But like for example, the recent video I just put out, which was like a DoorDash um, driver getting fired by this woman who wanted to uh, who wanted you know a, a Chipotle burrito for free. So basically, like what you want to hit on when it comes down to analytics is basically you want to hit on. The um, you want to hit on the search, the main term, which is what people are going to be searching up, which is like DoorDash driver and customer, right? That's that that's the buzz terms that you want to hit on, all right? Then what you want to do with your YouTube video is you want to put tags in it. The main thing about a YouTube search is that it's not going to pick it up if you don't have tags and you don't have hashtags, right? the main part about this and i started learning this is that when you put tags in your stuff like for example you, you when you look at my videos the main ones that i'm going to use are world star hip hop tiktok instagram live these sorts of things because that has a that has a traffic of videos on it and people are going to be looking for those videos right and what the tags do in the youtube search is that if you spelled something wrong within the video the youtube tag system basically puts that video in that same category of what people are trying to search up you know what i'm saying
0: those tags that you just mentioned so you're putting that in the bottom of your those tags you mentioned you're putting that in the bottom of the video description or you're putting that in the hashtag section
1: so i do i do it both ways so i do the hashtag section hashtag section that needs to be edited out that (laughs) that needs to be i fumbled a little bit too all good all good we were all fumbling so basically the uh The hashtags you want to put in the description all right then what you want to do is go to the tag section all right and the tags are usually like the name of the video who you want like like my traffic is basically almost everybody that i've came and come in contact with or i haven't come in contact with however the audience that most of my audience you know views like because again your youtube analytics is going to show what you know, channels are being watched by other people. And usually there are people within like the 100, 200,000 subscriber counts, right? And usually lower than that, but still they're up in your algorithm. So you want to hit on, you know, the people you you don't, you also want to compete with the people, but you also want to compete with, you know, the, uh, the hashtags and the tags that people are using half the time, you know, I've seen, cause I, you know, when I was my first year, I didn't know what I was doing. All right. But then I started, you know, making my thumbnails better. I started putting myself in the thumbnail, you know what I'm saying? And then what I also started doing is putting uh, hashtags in there, which boosted it up. Then what also happened was I started using tags, what I recently started doing. And I actually started seeing a lot more in my YouTube search. I started seeing a lot more in views and subscriber count because of the people that are searching these trending topics up. That's also another thing that kind of boosted my channel up. You know like if you're a youtube content creator i think the most important thing is to um ask yourself what kind of commentator do you want to be because again when i started red sings the blues i was a part of the manosphere right i was a part of like the space of men and the one thing that i did was try to help young men right i I made a lot of videos regarding you know what young men should do and stuff like that before i even got into social commentary did i do social commentary yes did I want to do social commentary? I I was like, eh, whatever. But then I started seeing all the stuff that I was missing, right? I started seeing all the missed opportunity. But as I started doing social commentary, a lot of people picked me up. You know what I'm saying? A lot of bigger YouTube channels like uh, you know, like like uh coach Greg Adams picked me up. A lot of, you know, like uh a lot of people with like a hundred, two hundred thousand subscribers started shouting my channel out, which was funny right? I was like, I'm just a small content creator. Like, what do you, you know, what do you, what do you want with me? You know? Yeah. But as, you know, as my channel grows, you know, as people find my channel, it's very interesting. The, the new people that I get, you know, the, the weird people that I get, but the base of people that I've been having, you know, like shout out to, uh, Bro Man Clash and, uh, Club Fortune and AJ Taylor, you know, those guys have been my, you know, those, those guys have been my guys since like the start of my podcast, you know what I'm saying? They've been loyal to my podcast since day one. And, you know, I, I'm cool that, you know, if I have three to four to five people just watching my podcast, I'm fine with it. But as the, as the commentary grows, as the discussion grows, there are a lot more people that want my head. So I'm kind of glad with that.
0: But if you're a content creator, having that loyal following makes all the difference. And that's great, having a loyal following in anything you do. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you mentioned how, I've seen on your channel, you have channel members and you shout them out and you put them at the forefront of your channel Where you're giving them praise back for supporting you. Mm -hmm. So how does that work for YouTube content creators and how has that helped your channel? So So you're putting channel members, you're shouting them out. How does that work and how do you do that on your page?
1: So when you have a channel that has 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 view uh, hours, I think it is you uh, start to open up you know, the uh, AdSense, right? So you start getting AdSense when you have 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 YouTube hours, right? So you have to make that quota, which I did in a year and a half. So when you have the join button, right? When you have the join feature, Basically, what that is is like Patreon or like Subscribe Star or something like that, right? Where people become members of your channel, which never happened on YouTube. The reason why they did it is because people because YouTube became a live streaming platform, right? You can live stream on YouTube, so now people have join buttons so that you can become a member for like what two ninety nine five. You and you negotiate the number, right? So like for me you can become a member of my channel for 299 599 and 999 right i don't really you know go up with with the price you know what i'm saying yeah but um with that you know the new features that they have on youtube cuz you know i knew my my people that you know started to um that started to uh, come into my uh channel right they started joining my channel what i use my youtube cha- what i use my youtube join button for is for my old live streams that i've done the um the case studies in which I've done because I've done a lot of research studies and stuff like that with um you know mental health and all that other stuff and uh, yeah that's what I've been using my join button for um I still got to get the Patreon and locals going because I want to do movie movie reviews uh as like a side thing you know what I'm saying because a lot of people you know we've been talking about movies and stuff like that so I'm gonna do that when I start getting up there to like a hundred to a million subscribers you know but you know in time. And you've been talking about what you just mentioned with channel members. Yeah. Um, well, with, with channel members, it's like, you know, like people decide, like, you got to give people a choice at the, end of, at the end of the day, right? If people want to, if people like you and they rock with you, they're going to become a member, right? Like people want to give people a reason to want to join your channel. Give people a reason to want to subscribe to your channel, right? You got to do that, you know? It, w- if you don't want to do that, that's fine but you know then your youtube channel doesn't grow right but the reason why i'm getting you know more and more people onto my channel and more and more people is because of the connections that i've made whether they be good or bad the comments that i've been getting whether they be good or bad the search results and every like everything adds up right so that's the type of thing about youtube in which i started to learn is that it's a long-term business people on youtube want to you know blow up and become youtube famous but that, although it'll get you money, don't get me wrong, it, won- it will. But like YouTube, and as I found out, it's like, okay, you have your rise to greatness and then your slow decline. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't, you know, you know like there's that one point in life where you're going to hit your YouTube fame. And then after a while, it just keeps on going down. But for me, it's not about YouTube fame. It's about establishing a long-term business and a long-term discussion. You know what I'm saying? Like what's going on within the world. You know, hey, as long as I can keep it up, you know, that's how I, that's what I'm going to do. And I, you know, I love being a part of the podcast discussion and I love doing this sort of thing. And I started to really like this sort of thing. So might as well, you know, keep on doing it. Right.
0: Yeah. And you exactly what you said. And that made me want to touch on a point. You have to get people to love consuming your content. Right. If yeah. They fall in love with consuming your content. That's another way that you could grow and build a loyal following on these platforms. Right, yeah. It's got to be high quality, and you also got to love what you're doing because that enthusiasm shows through the content you're putting out.
1: Right, yeah. 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 Always, always, man. I think with me also is that people love the, uh, I mean, a lot of people just love the discussions that I have, man, because that's what I've been hearing. You know, a lot of people have been saying, man, you know, like, they've been leaving, like, long paragraphs. Like, again, people leave long paragraphs on my channel, and I just read them. I'm just like, damn, he's like essays, man. Like, can you just... Just give me the spark notes to this thing, man. Like, you could just leave us. I love the short comments, but the long comments are the ones that get me.
0: But it shows that you care because some people don't even check those kinds of comments.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, it just shows that people and I also kind of know that, you know, people on these sorts of platforms, they've been on them for like a really long time. Right. But, you know, these people, you know, they, they want a larger discussion. Right. They want to have a larger discussion. You know, so you know, I open up the stream yard for people. You know, what I'm saying, uh, I have like an hour. If the, I if I get money, it's a two hour stream. Like, if I get like twenty, thirty bucks, two hour stream, like right off the bat. Okay, I don't care. You you, you give me money, and I'll get you that. Know, it'll be a two hour stream, right? All all what matters though, but what really matters though is the money. that I'm playing, but <laughs> what really matters, what really matters to me is having the discussion because I think. You know, a lot of people in this type of culture, they want to uh, cancel people, right? They we, we live in this cancel culture. The one thing that I always try to do with my content is not even try to shock people. It's just try to start a discussion. OK, let's try to get to the nitty gritty of things, you know, whether or not people like me or not, you know, like I don't care if I'm liked. I care about the discussion, you know, like I care about the the not even the middle ground, but just what is the, what is the solution to this? You know, like, how do we solve this? You know? And if I can't solve it, I mean, at least we had the discussion so that somebody else would be like, okay, now I think I, I can, you know, kind of get the idea, you know, piggyback off of this idea, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And I noticed too, YouTube is a long game. They want to reward creators for being consistent over a long period of time. And the more you're putting out content, the more audiences they could possibly show your channel too. And that could help you grow. I've learned that they want to reward you. They want people to constantly create, and right. I even noticed with shorts analytics on my channel, it's caused there to be more views. Of course, you don't necessarily know the quality of the viewer, and that doesn't always translate to subscribers. But I'm still learning. Yeah, I'm still new to the game as well. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm getting into the habit of just creating more short form content because I'm also I love it because I'm trying to make something on my own. Right. Yeah. That's my favorite part. I'm trying to make something on my own. I want to ask you this because now you've been a content creator for a couple of years now. Well, longer than that, but like what we talked about with the podcast. Uh, yeah. Advice to new content creators. Uh, how do, well, advice to new content creators. How can someone grow their channel from zero to a 1,000 subscribers?
1: All right, so from zero to a 1,000 subscribers. Well, for me, right, I would say not even to be a podcaster. Like, first off, it would be the topic that you want to do, right? Like, if you want to be a hobby channel or something like that, you know, get good at the hobby, you know, like, I mean, there, are well, like, even outside of my podcasting, I watch like bass guitar channels, and I watch, um, you know, like actual commentary channels, like there's a person I watch called Short Fat Otaku, and um, Aiden Paladin, they have longer, they have longer content, which is a lot more educational, right, but like for podcasters, right, it is more or less, if you really want to get into that, right, you want to, what I would then say, from zero to a hundred, or a hundred to a thousand, right? For me, it was you know who I knew, right? So I knew a lot of people like Solo TV eighty four. I knew people like Minister Jap. I knew people like uh, DJ Kuda. I knew people like them, and you know they gave me the uh, what I would say the chance, and their audience knew my audience, so that's how I started to gain that and. For me, I would say, you know, like, consistently make content every day. Now, f- there's a cheat code for every YouTube channel, and most of it, it would be like to have, like, a, you know, a very hot woman do something for you, and you get, like, what, 50 to 100,000 views. And But that works, you know. But, I mean, that's beside the point. But if you really want to do this stuff long term, I would then say like I watched this guy on YouTube called Jamari and you know, that's one guy I got to interview on my channel. But, um, the one thing that I learned from him is that make your stuff entertaining. All right. Cause that's going to be the one thing that keeps people staying or coming back is that if you're, that your stuff is entertaining. Okay. The one thing, I mean, a catchy name is, f- you know, the catchy name, red sings the blues. That's a catchy name but if my stuff wasn't entertaining i'd still be at like what 50 to 100 subscribers i wouldn't even have a few hundred to a few 50 views right 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 now i have like i i estimate to about a few hundred to a few thousand views right and some of them skyrocketed to almost a hundred thousand views but the the main thing that i would say is that um you know check your you know youtube studio is your friend don't get addicted to it but it is your friend Learn from YouTube Studio, learn from your old content as well, right? Because another thing that people seem to forget is that your content, just like you, has to evolve, right? If yeah. you're doing this long term, you have to evolve your content, right? Now, for me, if you look at my old content, I, I used to look like an orange oompa Loompa. I didn't have this stuff, right? I didn't even have a good microphone. Then I started to you know, because I, I had, you know, a day where I just had like a, I, I just ate from Burger King because I paid for, um you know, my broadcaster and my sure SM7B. And that is now making me money, right? That's now making me 200 to almost $500 a month, right? And that's fine, you know, like that's a beginning two-year podcaster, you know, I'm unknown, right? But the, you know, the, the, the super chats that I get, you know, the, those kind of add up too. But um, don't think about the money so much either, right? The money will come, but only if you decide to basically put your money where your mouth is. That's number one. And number two, you make good quality content because that's going to be the um begin all end all for your channel. You'll have a small base of people that will find you, right? But also another thing too, what we're doing right now, which is collaboration, right? when you collaborate with people you open up the audience to everybody else who doesn't know your channel right like i said i knew a bunch of people before this and i started to you know gain their audiences their audience started to talk about me whether it be positive or negative so basically you know if you follow those things you'll be fine on youtube long term right if you want to do it short term get some quality equipment like what this guy has right and try to get some good looking women which ain't bad Uh, you know, make sure that you're chiseled, that's something, and then do something completely fucking stupid, all right? And you'll get hundreds upon thousands of views, you know?
0: And that could maybe go viral, who knows, who knows? Who knows? (laughs) But growing from the get-go, so you started your channel, I noticed, the current channel in the spring of 2020. Yep. That's been a little over two years. How did you grow your channel so far?
1: How did I grow my channel regarding, like... Subscribers and views. Subscribers and views, just the videos that I've done, man. Like the, I think what's funny, Um, again, you know, collaborations, that's number one. And number two, I just, I mean, the the quality content that I do is just me just talking, right? Yeah. Just me, you get my commentary, whether you like me or not, again, that's not the thing. The thing that I wanted is the discussion, right? So that's the that's the thing that's always keeping people back. Or you might you might watch my channel once and then you might sneak watch me again because you may not like me, but you still like my you still like my voice and you still like my content. You know, you might you might hate me, but, you know, it all. It, it, people hate watch you. And I'm like, damn, I hate this guy, but I'm still watching his content. He's garbage, but I'm still watching his content. That's what's ha- that's what's been happening. A lot of people that don't like me have been watching my content ever since. How important are thumbnails? Uh, thumbnails are actually they're semi important. You know, like you gotta make sure that your thumbnail is readable. You gotta make sure that your thumbnail has what people are looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like for example, somebody's looking for like uh, like the DoorDash. Like I'll use the current video. People are looking for like the DoorDash video, you know, and they're looking for, oh, this is the video in which I'm trying to watch. Right. And uh, if you put like, I don't know, maybe like a something like some random picture and stuff like that. No one's going to watch that. Right. Because that's not what they came for. They came for the exact video in which is trending. Right. So the thumbnail, although you can like I've, I've evolved with my thumbnails and I might go back to my classic picture thumbnail because that works, you know, with with a lot of people, you know. They they want to see your face reacting to the video that you're about to react to. Yeah, You know, because if you're a social commentary channel, um you you just, you know, like your your face, you're doing something, you know, you're like, "Oh my god, this is a surprise reaction." And then the video in which you're about to react to, you know? Like yeah. that's what, you know, uh gets people like, "Okay, like what the hell is this?" you know? Like, "What in the hell is this video?" So that's exactly what you kind of want, you know?
0: Yeah. If you want to grow on YouTube, do you think it's important to focus in on a niche?
1: Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um I think more or less you want to make your own uh niche, right? You you want to be the niche, right? Niche. Do you say niche or niche? I say niche. Everybody niche, says yeah. niche. Everyone says niche for some reason. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like tomato, tomato. But, you know, like I think more or less you want to become the niche. And I, and I'm and and what's funny is that you know, you kind of become the person in which you're you, you like, you know, talk like, you know, like my monocle man behind the mic. Don't pay it like, you know, like, you know, the Wizard of Oz, like like pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. All right. Pay no attention to me, although people pay attention to the looks of my room and the and my look in general, like people have been hiking on my dreadlocks for god knows how long and i still have them on me but the thing is is that you know what man i mean there's a niche of people that like you know uh the the type of topics that i talk about right if you are a freelance person that loves to talk about movies or likes to talk about the entertainment industry that's something in which i'm about you know i i've talked about In detail, like the recent live stream that I did, it was about the Woman King and Black Panther. And I talked about how Hollywood will always have black money. And, you know, that video is doing pretty well for a live stream. Um, You know, I've talked in detail about Hollywood, about Broadway, about the music industry, you know, like and I know people that are in that scenario that uh, talk about the same thing. So, I've, you know, I'm in cahoots with them, you know. How can someone successfully
0: live stream on YouTube? What advice do you have to these creators?
1: Um, So I stream using StreamYard. Um, I'm about to evolve that to either OBS or StreamLabs. I would use StreamLabs, honestly, but my computer is a MacBook Air from 2010. So that has been running the podcast for God knows how long. Like, I'm just like, damn, you should be oh, like... Oh, wow, that's a workhorse. Yeah, that thing should be like exploding right now because of the amount of videos that it has to make and the amount of videos that it put out Damn, but 2010 yeah man it's been that's amazing yeah man it's 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 been working man it's it's been working but you know like i gotta get a new computer anyway but now that's been the computer that's been holding me and the podcast down and sometimes it you know like again i gotta give it a little break but um, and with
0: live streaming, you were saying, yeah, with live so streaming, to successfully you know, live stream.
1: So to successfully live stream, I would say the first thing that I've learned about live streaming is that if you don't have an audience, what are you live streaming for, all right? Because that's the thing in a nutshell. If you don't have an audience, like a, you, you can have like a you can have a thousand subscribers, but yet five people watching your shit, all right, five live viewers, that's pathetic. I hate to be the bear, Bad who's on that one? you want to, I mean, with me, I have 5,000 subscribers, but the amount of people that actively watch my channel is like usually 20 to 30, and it goes up depending on what topic it is. I've seen a few hundred people in my live stream before. It's happened. It can happen again, all right? But I love the fact that I usually have 30 to 50 50 people watching me because it's not as much of a pressure. You don't understand, because the thing about it is, is that people um they want to have a hundred few hundred to a few thousand people watching them. you know how much pressure that is? That's a lot of pressure, right it's like it's like basically you know you you're putting on a Broadway show, right like I like I've been you, you, and, and I don't think people really understand that you you won't be able to perform with a thousand to a hundred like a hundred to a few thousand people watching you really trust me that's why you got to build yourself and your excuse me. You got to build yourself and your audience up right the main thing that i would say is that start start with this right start uploading start getting that audience to you and then what you then want to do is then start you know gravitating towards live streaming so you know when you first start out you'll just have maybe five to ten people which is usually the case then sometimes that number goes up as you start to build your audience it goes up okay so when i was a few hundred subscribers in five to ten people Then those people grew 10 to 12. When I blew up, I'm not saying blew up, but when I surged, when I had that surge last year, there were about 50 to 100 to 200 people watching my channel. And especially with the people that were blowing up with my channel, right? Yeah. So I had about 200, 300 people just like in my live stream and they were subscribing like crazy. Yeah. Right now now that it has died down i still i get my normal viewers which is about usually 20 30 50 people right yeah. and it always depends on the topic because again but again the traffic that comes in there are new people coming in there's more people that are looking at the live stream there are people that there there are people that will always donate to the channel there are people that donate to the cash app you know that, that but that that all that what matters really when it comes down to live streaming is um you starting out you know uploading videos first and then live streaming because yeah. if you just live stream you're not going to get as many people Yeah,
0: you need to build the audience first and then you can go into live streaming right what's next for you and the channel what kind of content can we expect from red sings the blues
1: so basically you know I, i've moved from you know my basic you know young men's content to social commentary um again uh i'm starting to get my studio up so I will be moving out pretty soon and building my own studio um that's exciting yeah man it's very exciting for me um I do want to start uh making my hobby channels uh so I want to start doing that I do want to start you know um I do want to start you know getting a uh building I want to build two studios so that I can record like bands and stuff like just independent bands and whatnot um I want to start doing that the main main goal for my podcast is again to uh start reaching the bigger people and start having those interviews and discussions and hopefully you know start collaborating with bigger people man because you know as a social commentary channel i mean there's only so much that i can do with my channel just having the the bigger discussions you know what i'm saying yeah
0: but that does sound exciting and even what you mentioned about recording independent artists and bands in the future that sounds really exciting too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does.
1: Yeah, because I started thinking about you know my my YouTube, you know my YouTube career and stuff like that. I, you know I have my my main career, my day job, but I also started thinking about the side hustle. You know what I'm saying? Because again, you got you, you got to have like multiple forms of income now in this economy.
0: You do in the in the current day and age, you need multiple forms of revenue
1: yeah that's just that's just gonna have to be i mean you just can't rely on your like 401k and stuff like that i wish you could but um you know i started thinking about you know because i love playing music i love being in bands and stuff like that um but again i i definitely want to start doing more of that and -hmm. because my friends have been in bands and stuff like that uh might as well just start getting equipment and starting to do that you know yeah i think it's time to start moving into like doing my own thing on youtube you know yeah that does that sounds exciting
0: where can we find you on social media platforms red sings the blues let the audience know where we can find you all platforms
1: all right so uh you can find me on red sings the blues on youtube you just type in red sings t-h-e blues on youtube you can do that um i'm also on instagram uh sings red blue at sings red blue that's how you can find me on instagram I'm not on TikTok or anywhere else, just Instagram and YouTube, man. Uh, that's it, pretty much.
0: I got you. Awesome. Be sure to check out Red Sings the Blues on YouTube and Instagram. Videos and clips are updo- Videos and clips are uploaded daily on the YouTube channel. Red Sings the Blues, the man behind the mic of Red Sings the Blues, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, man. It's been a fun, fun thing, man.
0: Hell yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Miltrick Media, and we will see you soon.